Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 85th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Oh, boy. What a weekend. This was, you know, I know there's there's worse things going on in the world. But this was a tough weekend to watch football for me. It was, it's, you know, I'm able to, I'm able to usually post up and with some, you know, little bobbing, little weaving, you know, ducking, dodging, you know, a helpful hand here, a helpful hand there, usually just one helpful hand. I'm able to watch a full slate of football from Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific time to Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time. And then the next day, Monday, Monday Night Football, and then Thursday. And I can pull that off without too much family hassle. But three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday threaten the marriage. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Things got a little heated. But I survived. I made it. I made it. So I'm here. I'm here for you. I wasn't I wasn't going to let this happen. They weren't going to take me out. I got, I got my football in. I watched pretty much all of the games that... I watched the Nickelodeon game. I watched the... I basically watched all the games. I missed a couple snaps here and there. But I watched pretty much all the games. And like... So when we're thinking about who had the biggest weekend... I would just, I mean, you know, we've got uh, the big weekend. The Browns, obviously, right? Um, Russell Wilson had a big weekend. Um, Jared Goff coming in, in in relief. Uh, Phil Rivers played great. Josh Allen played out of his mind. Lamar Jackson had a great, but I want my name up there. I want, want Nacho Flacco. He watched most of six football games spread across two days, Saturday and Sunday. Just remember that when they're carving out the Mount Rushmore of the 2020 season. Just remember. Oh, and by the way, I did memes on top of that. Yeah, you guys are so fucking lucky. Just you get to live in this area and tell your kids about it. Grandkids. You guys got to start having sex at some point, but like. In the meantime, you're just very lucky. Very, very lucky. Um, we have the boys here for the podcast, Trevor and Doug, and uh, Raleigh from Angry Browns fans texted me 
late his time, like midnight his time. He goes, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped for the your podcast. I'm like, me too. And kind of at the same time, we both said, hey, why don't you come on? Or he's like, hey, can I make a cameo? And I was like, well, dude, I was thinking the same fucking thing. Why don't you come on? So we got him on. And uh, Trevor and I mostly just shut up and let him and Doug talk for the first few minutes. And um, we've... Anyways, it was we did a good one. We did a good one, and uh, just talked. We talked uh, fandom PTSD, which always comes up whenever I talk to Raleigh. Um, and just had an awesome God. They're they're so pumped. I'm so happy for them. So happy for all the Browns fans and Steelers fans. I don't I don't hate you. It's just your team was really fucking unlikable this year. Really unlikable. But you don't have to re-sign Juju. You can kind of get that out of there. And maybe get a team that gets back down to business. Maybe figure out a way to run the ball. Not snap the ball over the... I mean, 6'7", for Christ's sakes. How do you snap it over his head? Anyways. Um, get him next year, Steelers. You've had a good run. But uh, it's the Browns' time. You know, unless... Unless Claypool's right and the Browns get clapped this weekend. Which is just an obnoxious thing for him to say. Just take your take your loss, bro. Just take it. Well, on that note, uh, after the GOAT, Nacho Flack of the podcast, the boys, plus one half of, or no, all of Angry Browns fans, one half of the Dogs of War podcast coming up right after the GOAT. All right. Well, we have a uh, a special guest. We got the we got the boys here, Trevor and Doug and uh, Raleigh from Angry Browns fans. Uh, we we mutually uh, were thinking the same thing and was like, I I need a fucking cameo from Angry Browns fans here. So I'm just gonna shut the fuck up for a second, um, and I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Doug and and Raleigh take it away. Um, Doug, once you kick it off, uh, how are you feeling? Um. I'm feeling good. Good is how I is how I would say I'm feeling. Um, and you'd have to be to get that first playoff win since I was 11 years old. Yeah, 11 years old was the last time the Browns won a football game or a playoff game. Um, but the way the game started was like, holy shit, what is going on? Like pinching myself like 28 to nothing. That's the first quarter. It's 28 to nothing. That's where we're at right now. So I was, I was freaking out. It was almost like, uh, it was like, uh, like I was eating fucking mushrooms. Like (laughs) I was seeing sounds and smelling colors. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was ridiculous. I'm sure Raleigh feels the same. (laughs) Yeah. It was like a glitch in the matrix is how the best description I heard. Um, yeah, I, I went into that game with the, you know, when you try to like hedge your emotions where you're like, you know what, I'm just proud of the Browns for getting to this game. We made it to the <laughs> playoff last week. I'm like, I don't care what happens. Um, just please, God, let us go to the playoffs. And uh, I'm thankful no matter what. But then like after that first, uh, the snap debacle thing, well, debacle for the Steelers, sick for us. I was just like, ah, just kidding, God, just kidding. Please let us win tonight. I have faith. I have hope again. Um, and then, like you said, we're running up the score, and you're like, 
this is unreal. This is unreal. But then in like the pit of my stomach, I'm getting all of these like celebration texts after like the third score. I'm like, no, 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 no. Everyone shut up. Like we've seen this script. Like awesome right now. Yes. Is it better than a close game? Yes. But it's also setting up for like the most insane classic, <laughs> like traditional Cleveland Browns. Right. Disgusting thing. And I'm like, I don't let this dream become a nightmare. And it was showing signs of nightmare, um, kind of the end of the first half, maybe beginning of the third. But then it's like that, that like the most pumped I was in that game, not to like, I literally asked, like, hey, do you cameo? And I have no idea what the hell to talk about. It's been so confusing these past 24 hours. Um, <laughs> but when there was like a, a drive or two where they, the Browns went three and out and we're like, okay, it's 13 points now or 11 points, whatever, turn on the Jets. And there was like a third and eight or something. And Baker threw the ball exactly where he needed to. And we got a first down followed by a first down. And you're like, holy shit. They look like they know how to win a game. Like, what team this is really this? happening? This is, <laughs> this is unreal. And not that there have been, haven't been other games this year where they've known how to win a game. I mean, shout out 11 wins. But it was just like in Pittsburgh, the first playoff game in forever, they have all their starters back who are well-rested and pro bowlers, all pro and all that shit. And meanwhile, we lose our head coach and whoever to – covid and unruly injuries and you're just like yes we are supposed to lose this game but somehow glitch in the matrix it was unreal and it just felt like we overcame like 30 years of oppression or something <laughs> i mean I, watching it as a you know as a, a secondary fan um i got that that pit in my stomach too right at the end of the half when the Steelers scored twice and it, and it looked like they were just throwing the ball around at will. And uh, some of the offensive linemen went out. It goes, oh, here you go. And then we were just talking before the, the, the pod uh, started that they were able to go back and make it 35 was huge. And then every, every time it seemed to turn, every time momentum swung a little bit, the Browns came back and did something strong. And, and like you said, yeah, it looked like, well, these guys, they're, they know how to hang on to the, hang on to the lead and, and actually – see it through so it was uh that was fucking bad it's like they they belonged there and they played with attitude god i could give juju the biggest hug in the world because right he's been taking a lot of shit on social media whatever and i genuinely i genuinely do like him overall but it's like you gave the halftime speech that the most badass coach in the world couldn't (laughs) <laughs> for the other t- for the other team like a couple games before like thank you sir and i think, I think that settles it. it juju juju schuster smith coach of the year let's write him go. in it, 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 mvp did, did you guys see the first, did you see the post of them celebrating in the locker room yeah it was it was, it was dancing yeah uh, <laughs> you knew you were gonna it, was, so much of that. Oh. it was just i hate that goddamn song but i was just smiling the whole Me time too. when Oh, Jarvis, yeah. Jarvis was the best. I don't want to say the word, but uh, God, what a magical experience! And we beat him twice in a row. Like, yeah, like, back to back. <laughs> so was there? So 
there had to have been like there there was some like I didn't think that the I didn't think the Browns were gonna win. Like it was a close game the week before. I was playing a lot of the Steelers backups and like the way that the that when that snap went over Roethlisberger's head, that was I think that was the first time I've cheered for a touchdown in maybe three or four weeks. Like yeah. the Niners just hadn't given me anything to, I was just trying to like make it through the rest of the season, but it was a spontaneous, like, woo! Um, and yeah. I, did I, was, a couple. I was, I was locked in there and it was all I could think of when it was 20, when it went to 28 to seven, I just, I don't know if I've just spent enough time around Browns fans to just kind of inherit it. <laughs> or if it was leftover shit from watching two Super Bowl losses or, or what, but, um, but like, I'm sitting there going like, okay, what are they going to name this game when it goes bad? (laughs) (laughs) And that was at 28, seven. I'm like, they've got the drive, the fumble. What the fuck are they going to name this one? Um, well, the Rona was already floating out there a little bit before the game started. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. when it was 35 to 10, I'm like, that's a 25 point lead. And then I'm like, wait, 28, three. Oh no. 25 point leads. <laughs> Don't let it happen again. I am convinced that there is no like scoring margin in the NFL where you're safe when you're not in like the fourth quarter. Yeah. There's none. It's, it it's, gets the, it's the three goal lead in hockey. It's yep. the worst lead you can have. Exactly. And then the eight said, Joe, that's that seven points that the Steelers scored. I'm like, okay. Um, how many more times can they do that? Yeah. They, they definitely have enough time, please. And then they, there's but so many were- things that like they as a browns yeah. fan go ahead i was saying that they marched down the field three to, or two times in a couple minutes at the end yeah. of the half like they had a lot of momentum it's like ben i mean he had three four turnovers whatever it was but it's like still threw for 500 yards it's like our secondary is still our secondary but uh-huh. there's so many things that happen to browns fans where it's like last week's win uh, at home against Pittsburgh, yeah, we were playing a bunch of their backup players, but we that was the biggest win of our life up until this yesterday. And then, like, the next day, you hear Betonio has COVID, Ronnie Harrison, who ended up – it was a false positive, and Kevin Stefanski. And you just think, yeah, it would – that makes sense. That would happen to us. Right. <laughs> and the same thing kind of applies, like, mid-game, you're like – Oh God, guys, please just don't do this. Don't do this. But then you look back and it's like, yeah, I guess, I guess the Browns were in control pretty much that entire game. We, we kicked the shit out of them, you know, no big. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but there yeah, are so Baker many. Baker Mayfield did not get touched by the number yeah. one pass rush in the NFL. Not touched. They didn't touch him. They didn't put a hand on him the whole game. 70 whatever games in a row with the sack and they didn't get one. Streaks over. Yeah, did, did you hear good. about that lineman guy? Uh, the replacement lineman who the team had <laughs> Baker had never even met the guy before. 
Some guy um, named Blake. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's what he said, which is yeah. hilarious. But you're like, oh, my God, that that happened to us. Like when when Conklin went down, I'm like, OK, yeah, no, this is this seems like that nightmare. But yeah, the nightmare and they just got game. they just got that guy from a practice squad. And I was reading something today about how, like, they chose him because he was in he was within driving distance and there's something with the COVID testing where if you're within driving distance, you don't have to travel, you don't have to sit out the five days or whatever. So that's like part of the reason he was on the team is because he was within distance, <laughs> driving distance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Kevin Stefanski, like just having a competent genius. I'm going to just say he's a genius, total homer. Um, I read this article that in May or March, he like wrote this uh, – like this doomsday plan in case the entire coaching staff gets COVID like countermeasures. They're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're implementing that. And I'm like, that is so badass and awesome. And then uh, shout out to talking to Baker one time. We were talking to him <laughs> uh, after last week's game. We were like, hey, we're armchair quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong, but you guys, you never ran one rollout against like that whole game and he typically has insane numbers when he's rolling right or left and yeah. they were running weird sequences with chubb and uh, hunt that whole game where they wouldn't how do you say, they would alternate uh possessions and it was just so unlike them and he kind of smiled and winked he was like yeah 40 chess like 40 chess that's sick they were planning for the next game and i'm like that is the most kick-ass thing i could hear and i'm like well, you're really kind of close to that first game is what I'm thinking. Uh, two yeah. points. Uh, <laughs> right. But maybe that was part of it. I don't know. It's just it's a goddamn magical Browns-themed Disney movie. So, so this, right? brings, this, this, this brings me to a question. Do we not think Hugh Jackson plays chess? <laughs> he's more of a... He's a he's checkers more of guy. A, like a, like a, more of like a shoots a, and ladders kind of fella. You know what I mean? He's more of like a shoots, here's your nuts and bolts. Shoots a, shoots together. <laughs> Shoots and ladders, even if you're bad, you're going to win a couple, like, on accident. <laughs> yeah. Guy went one in 31. He's a – there is no game that he plays well that you can, like, come up with a fair analogy for. Um, <laughs> but those days are behind us. Those are the long dark gone. days. Long gone. I hope they're long gone. Doug, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you this as a fellow Browns fan. You ever think yeah. of this concept, like – where Joe was talking about we have names for things in the past, like Red Right 88, the fumble, the drive. That's like those were heartbreaking things that happened in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. That's, like, that's such a different, like, we're not even there yet to have our hearts broken in the playoffs. So I'm like, okay, are we going to be like a team that regularly gets to the playoffs and does something in the playoffs that doesn't get us to the Super Bowl. So I and I don't that's such a pessimistic that's such a Browns fan. It. That's such a Browns fan way to think about shit. Well dude, we're <laughs> jaded, man. It's like you have to be, yeah. It's like worst, yeah, worst case scenario. Yeah. Like insurance like we're all insurance adjusters. Like worst case scenario, we've already thought of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's played out for. It's like you said, yeah. you've seen the script. So yesterday was all basking in like the glory being happy for the team, happy for the fans. Today, I have just spent, like, reading up on the misery of Steelers fans, and it's 
it's just been so fun. Like I, I'm oh not normally, God. I'm not normally one that like gets joy or comfort in the misery of others, but, but like it's, it's 30 years of oppression and it's just been amazing, dude. And you call dude, yourself a meme page. I know. Dude, exactly. <laughs> it's, I know. They, uh, dude, they've been giving it to us pretty good for the last 17 years. I mean, yeah, we can least... laugh at them all we want, especially if there's like some big fat white dude with dread smashing his TV crying <laughs> see that one? Oh, with, a awesome. with a ladder with a ladder he's got the, in his one floor house he pulls a ladder out he's got he's got beauty <laughs> threats too like he just got back from fucking ochos rios in jamaica with do you guys, like what the fuck do you, guys, do you guys ever mess around on uh, reddit not too I, that's, much time. that's it's not i don't participate i mean i get my meme templates there but that's about it it's a, that's, oh, a, that's a rabbit yeah. that's a rabbit hole i don't want to go down it is a rabbit hole. I pretty much go there for the Browns page. It's, I think each each team has their own subreddit or sub forum, whatever you want to call it. And I, I would say it's the most passionate, like non hillbilly fans that just scream at their own players on social media. But guys that really, it's a good collection of people that really care about their teams. And I was reading the Steelers one, just with so much joy. But that Big Ben crying, that Big Ben crying meme that's been going around, I've just been laughing at it like a child all day. But they had a post on it in the Steelers, and everybody was so heartbroken. They're like, I started crying when I saw this, and I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. I mean, I feel kind of bad. No, you don't. Yeah, you got to relish it. It was just, it was such a weird alternating, like, emotion of like laughing and then like reading really heartfelt things like i think it's sad because it reminds us of our own mortality the super bowl was, i was dead and i'm like jesus I'm like, you guys are he's crying <laughs> but i get it oh, mortality yourself. sucks oh but yeah Ugh. i just i've just been so out of whack emotionally mostly happy overwhelmingly yeah. happy but that's out of whack for me so this is this is good stuff what a treat but hey, you guys, thanks for having me on the Not Joe Flacco podcast. Uh, we need we we uh, needed you. Um, I, I needed this. I love talking to you've always been a as far as meme pages go, you've always been fair to the Browns, and I've always appreciated that. Um, we've been the punching bag for pretty much since memes have been a thing. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, before memes were a thing. Let's be real. Yeah, for some time now. Yeah, since since don't worry, the 60s, I live pretty close. I live pretty close to him, so I'll, I'll keep he, him in line. He knows Doug knows where my dog. I know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this has just been a such a long smile, peppered with flashes of PTSD, Browns anxiety, but mostly just a big <laughs> smile. Uh, Victory Monday. Stuff. Victory Monday has never been. Oh, we only have ten more minutes left of it. Um, well, you guys are in California, anyway. Yeah, we got time. It's hey man, thanks. Th- thanks for coming on and uh, and go Browns. Yeah, go Browns, Browns indeed, baby. Later, Dougie. Congrats. Later. So he's a better person than I am. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> Better, better than all of us. Maybe not Doug, but definitely he, better than me. He didn't. Make, yeah, he, no. I, 
I absolutely love anything Pittsburgh misery like that. That like, oh, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't connect with any of that. Like fuck, <laughs> fuck their fans. It's, it's making them think about morality. Like go kill yourself. Fuck you, Pittsburgh. <laughs> like that's how I feel about that. <laughs> He uh, he went he went that entire god. We've been doing this for like 10, 15 minutes. He went that entire thing without making a a, a rape joke. A rape like, joke. I don't yeah. know how. How do you do that? <laughs> I'm sitting here having to keep myself to one a day. Oh, there's so many. Well, well, Doug. Wow. Um. So what? I mean, I think we we we, we kind of covered some of the the PTSD stuff, and and we covered the some of the ups and downs there. I mean, like what? When did when were you certain it was over? Was it the last touchdown? Um, the final kneel. Yeah, no, I want to say there were like two and a half minutes. I was like, all right, we got this. <laughs> yeah, I think it was two and a half minutes where I was like, I feel good. Feel good, but like, yeah, you, he's you've seen shit like, dude. In when, two minutes. when when it was like when we went up twenty eight nothing, he like same thing he said. Like my phone started blowing up. Like I was like, like people yeah. I like haven't talked to in like years are hitting me up. Like I can't believe this. I'm like, so I, I like mm-hmm. turned my phone off. I was kind of like, I don't want to talk to people if something bad happens. Yeah, no. So like Kurt, like our buddies. Oh you know, God, that's the, that's not. They're like, yeah. All my phone is just vibrating, vibrating. I was like, I'm not looking. I'm not picking this up. I'm just going to watch this game. But, yeah, like you guys both said, like 28 nothing. the Pittsburghs finally, you know, Steelers finally score a touchdown, and then we go right down the field and answer 35-7. I think they chipped a field goal in at the end of the half. So, I was yeah. feeling pretty good, 35-10. to 10. I was feeling real good. Um, but, yeah, to answer that question, they're, you know, third quarter, they got it to within 12 points. And I'm like, all right, come on. And uh, But we're good. We got we got the best running back combination in the league in a lead, so we're good. So so Doug, would you say that like your real friends, like your real real friends, were the ones that knew what you were going through and weren't going to bother you with the text message? Yeah, yes, because that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was you. And actually, like in that group message, Curtis wasn't responding either. And you know how superstitious Curtis is, so. I was like, yeah, Curtis isn't responding. He knows. <laughs> Curtis <laughs> don't is quiet, say anything yeah. out of line. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, it was funny because it's like it's like one of the group messages was like uh, with us and your brother Owen, and Owen's just like, oh man, he's like he's going nuts the whole game. It was so funny the stuff he was sending us. But I was like, I can't respond. I'm just watching the game, one thing at a time. Right. We won one crisis first, at a time. First road playoff win since 1969. That's bananas. Yeah, it's crazy. Was, okay, and you, I can't look. I, I can't look this up. I couldn't find it, and I'm not sure. I didn't look for it. When was the last time you had a winning record against the Steelers in a season? Dude, Baker Mayfield's three and two against the Steelers. He's right, got a winning record. Okay, uh, but um, like, I, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, no, I. I, I but to do that, you either have to beat, beat them, them in the playoffs now. or sweep them. So, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. The last, I mean, the last uh, win in Pittsburgh was uh, 2003, I think. That's so gross. Yeah. 17 what? losses in a row in Pittsburgh. How much of everything you're feeling right now is because it was a playoff win versus because it was a playoff win against the Steelers or just 
That's just Steelers versus playoff win. I mean, that's got to be icing. Um, that's got to be – yeah, yeah, it being the Steelers is a huge part of it. Um, just because, like I said, they've been beating the shit out of us. They've won six Super Bowls. And they fucking play dirty. Like, they've always been a, kind of a dirty team. So, to be able to go in there and fucking manhandle them, absolutely manhandle them on both lines of scrimmage was a great feeling. And, and again, them having the best pass rush, most sacks four years in a row each season – they didn't put a single finger on Baker and we were missing our pro bowl left guard and our all pro right tackle got out in the first quarter. And then, like he said, we were playing some rent, some random dude at left guard, our third strings backup. And your play caller was watching the game on his Apple TV. He, he couldn't even get it live. He was yeah, like me. Yep. Yeah. He had a delay. He said he could hear his uh, family upstairs celebrating the first play of the game like 30 seconds before you saw what happened yeah i that's that's the life <laughs> i live yeah i've got i got neighbors behind me they're seahawks fans and yeah. i can they they can afford cable i mean i can <laughs> fucking afford cable i just <laughs> yeah so yeah so um yeah man i'm feeling great big win against a team we definitely wanted to beat in the playoffs that felt good last uh Last time we were in the playoffs, we lost to them. So, so yeah, now it's on to the Chiefs. Who do they got? Maybe they can talk some shit to get us going. <laughs> yeah, right. Or you can, or you can just be fueled by a uh, Claypool talking shit. Still, yeah, what an idiot. Right. What the fuck, guy? Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. If, again, I feel like it's part of that fucking generation. Like, you just can't. No, it's you, there's, it's, there's, it's there's no putting your head down. It's it's just that's just a. That's just him. I think like, I mean, it's like, we don't, we don't get all of this like shit from any other team except the Steelers. Like, I can't think of another guy, another set of team and to be in the same position group too, that makes a bigger ass out of themselves over the last eight weeks of this season than Claypool and Juju. Like yeah, the, the losing, never heard of her thing, dude. Come on, you need these guys need a meme coach. Yeah, like somebody's Pretty just been bad. Somebody's just gonna be like, dude, that this you can't, you're not gonna keep winning every game, right? This tweet will come back over and over and over and over and over again. You know, ben, who you had a... ben, you can't cry on the sideline, bro. That was awesome when There's I saw whole... Ben Roethlisberger crying. Like, I can't even tell you the feeling that I had <laughs> seeing him in his center cry, like, after the game. Absolutely beautiful. What a bitch. <laughs> You're both little bitches. <laughs> All right. Speaking well, of, uh, you know, starting off great and then just kind of sucking for the rest of the year, what are your thoughts on the Seattle MVP game? Well, I'm just glad that the votes are already in. You know, yeah. You know they they, they don't vote after the wild card game. They vote after the regular season, and you know I'm just glad the votes are already in. You know what I, I mean, am? The Seahawks to? were what? They were like seven or eight, no, and then he just turned to dust. I mean, nine straight games under 300 yards, and he's still going to win the MVP. I, you know, some people will call it a travesty if he wins it, but not me. Not me. I say I yeah, saw man. it all along. I mean, people are even somehow blaming me. 
for them being bounced in the wild card round. They're somehow blaming me for the right. for the Jaguars having more playoff wins over the last four years than the Seahawks. Right, like, just, just for cheering on, uh, you know this this Wonder Boy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, I'm. I didn't make Ciara the spokesperson for Weight Watchers. Like, don't like. That's <laughs> that's a true story right there. Um, but you know that's not on me. Come on, <laughs> I don't blame you. Come on, I've been I've been fucking riding with that guy ever since about this time, right after week eight. Like ever yeah. since, and you know what? Since then, yeah. All right. Fucking so how how does this how does this picture work out? What are we calling? What do you think? I think the Ravens looked way better than I thought they were going to play, and they look good. They look real good. Yeah, as uh, as I've said, the Bills and the Ravens last few weeks, the last month of the season, have been the best looking teams. Now they're playing each other, so that's going to be a hell of a game. And yeah, I feel uh, like every one of these games is going to be good. And then Cinderella story: Cleveland Browns going to Kansas City. This is the See best. This is the best weekend of the year because you get the shitty playoff teams out in the in the wild card round, and then this is the best. You get four games: two games Saturday, two games Sunday, and all four games are almost always amazing. Yeah. This is the this is by far the best weekend of football of the year. Other than like the first one and then like the next 16. <laughs> yeah, no, these, these matchups are real good. Both, uh, on both sides. I think Brady's going to, I think the, the Bucks are going to beat the Saints. The Saints have already beat them twice this year, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Really, it's really hard to it's beat hard a to team beat a third time. Yeah. I think I just, I think I just said the exact words Doug was going to say, but. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's really hard to beat a team a third time. Let's just so I think that game's up in the air. I don't Playoff think Brady. I don't think Green Bay Rams. That'll be the weak game. That'll be the weakest. The Rams game. are involved. Like no one gives a shit. Yeah, it's like but I yeah. just Rams win ugly. I mean, we we don't know what the what Captain LinkedIn is whether he's even healthy or I don't know. I'm you it's know. the hospital. I know. I mean, the Seahawks couldn't even like what the, the Seahawks lost to a team that lost to the Jets. Had their starter go to the the uh, hospital mid game, and their backup had surgery on his thumb twelve days ago. So throwing thumb twelve days ago. That's crazy. Gotta give it to I mean, Goff a little bit. He he stepped up right there. He played pretty well. With um, here's the thing, and this is this isn't quite so much a a review, but there I, I came across a. One of the the beat writers for the uh, beat reporters for the Seahawks said that uh, tweeted out that Pete Carroll was saying like his adjustment for next year is going to be to run the ball more. And I, you know, I mean, as a Niner fan, I'm, I'm pretty pumped Uh, as a Russell fan though. You know, I mean, you've got the MVP. Why not go to, why, why not try and go back to back? I just don't get it. Yeah, going back. Those guys are all crazy. Um, but so I guess uh do we the Bill what was the Bills Colts game? Philip Rivers played so fucking well. Yeah, he did. He played so well, and they didn't, but they, they still shouldn't have had him out there for the Hail Mary. That was a mistake. Did he cry after the game? Uh no. 
No, he has a fate worse than no, death. He's not he has nine bitch. kids. <laughs> yeah, he's seen it all. Yeah. And he's Can't not a face bitch. Him. Um, but yeah, no, he did what Phil Rivers did like his whole career with the Chargers, right? I mean, it's like, oh, you're losing, you're losing. He scores a couple touchdowns to make it close. Ah, you lost a close game. Good job, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. He went out in a very Phil Rivers way to go out. Yeah. I mean, like 300 yards, couple touchdowns, no picks, no sacks. Like, he wasn't going to play better than that. No, yeah. he, played, yeah, he played well. The team played well. That was a good game. Buckner's a beast. Yeah. He's just a beast. Yeah. Um, uh, Derek Henry um, Did nothing. Came, came up real small. Like, real small. I, look, I, yeah, I looked that was, it up. Uh... He, He's um he only averages like fifty five yards a carry against the AFC North, but like ninety eight yards a carry or yards a game against the uh, AFC South. And I wonder if there's something to uh, the Derrick Henry mystique. Um, it might be a little different if he was uh, having to play the having to play the Steelers and the Ravens every game of his career. Well, like Nick Chubb is doing, like what Nick Chubb is doing. Hey, hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, he got yeah the Browns shut him down this year too actually. So yeah, you're right there. But they got off to a ten nothing lead, and I'm like, this is gonna be a good day. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, then they didn't do anything the rest of the game. I think what what was the final score? Twenty to thirteen after they got off to a ten zero start. So. Something like uh-huh. that. Lamar's on. That was annoying. Yeah, that touchdown run he had was like looked like he was in fast forward. Compared to everybody else, it's yeah, ridiculous. He's, he's impressive. There was the there was the meme or whatever going around or the 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 question that was: Would you rather try and tackle Lamar Jackson or Derrick Henry? And I mean, I feel like Lamar Jackson because I I wouldn't actually have to get hit by either of them. Like I wouldn't even come close to Lamar Jackson, so there's no point. But like Derrick Henry would maybe try and hit me you know you know what i saw i saw another this team lost to a running back meme and i thought those were dead i thought those went away but i saw a little resurgence of one and it was kind of funny to see no they're um you know they're there i i i I think i've i don't think i've done one of those this year no you did a lot beneath me you you were on that i think i could light lamar jackson up in the uh, oklahoma trail in like but a narrow in, in like a narrow narrow yeah. hallway yeah. yeah sure yeah okay as long as he doesn't yeah. like crawl across the ceiling i think you're probably okay yeah exactly dude. just put one foot on the like on the on somebody else on the sideline and jump over you yeah speaking of like some and dude know, honestly like i saw a few of the tennessee titans games this year and i mean like if you hit derrick henry like before he gets going he's like he goes down pretty easy um, yeah, once he gets it's like, like it's like when he, when he line, gets to that tough. second level, when he gets to linebackers and safeties, he's just yeah, unstoppable. He almost has a different mentality. Yeah, so I'd fucking both of them. Brown's got me feeling <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, Doug, I forget. Did uh, did Sunday's game rise to the level of the tattoo? Did did we get a t- did was there a tattoo promise? Can can. Somebody Ooh. go back and listen to last week's episode and find out if Doug promised a, a tattoo after this game. I don't think it yeah, was there's, last week. There, I, think, I think it was the week before. I've said it like four weeks in a row, and they're two weeks away from it being a real thing. 
<laughs> it, it, but it's a Super Bowl, right? Is that what it is? If it's a Super Bowl? No, I definitely said I'd get a tattoo if they won, but I was joking. <laughs> right. I'm there with you, buddy. I'll do it. <clears throat> like calf I said, tattoo. They're two, win- they're two win. Two wins away from that. Got to get the calf tattoo, Doug. I know it's your favorite. I would. I would never well, do that. <laughs> the single. I would single get a, what you have on your calf. I would get a toe tattoo or a tramp stamp <laughs> before I would get a calf tattoo. I have all three of those. I know you do. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Doug Peterson got fired today. That's nice. Yeah, he yeah. sure did. Yeah, that. I, I, there's Go ahead, a Trey. friend of my Facebook. Uh, of course, that's where you find all the garbage. Um, kid from Philadelphia talking about how how disgusted he is with the organization for letting Peterson go, how it was a cowardly move, and he's the scapegoat. And it's like, you can't tank a Sunday night game like that and expect to keep your job. I just... I, 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 was, surprised, I was surprised he delusion. lost... I was surprised he lost his job because he tanked like because he tanked the Sunday night game. I thought that meant that he had had the handshake with ownership ownership. Yeah. That was like, Hey guys, this is good for the franchise. Like, like we talked about last week, maybe that's the league being like, you want to, you can't have that guy. We can't have that guy fucking tanking games on Sunday night. You're not, you're not seeing another Sunday night game fucking all season next year unless that guy goes. Something along those lines. I mean, I doubt I doubt he gets... I mean, the two guys they that are going to blackball from the league ago. are Colin Kaepernick and Doug Peterson. Um, there's... Um, Equally God. righteous. The, uh, they're like, see, we gave you one. <laughs> Doug Peterson, you're out of here. Um no, I just I can't. Um, that actually surprised me. Just that it has to be more of a Carson Wentz thing. He won a Super Bowl, and he has a winning record, and, he, and that's all within the last four or five years, right? Like, yeah, yeah, four. So, yeah. yeah, definitely weird to fire a Super Bowl Super Bowl winning coach like that. But yeah, from what I've read about it, is they uh, the owner did not like his. Uh, his his plan to fix everything moving forward that was and, quote, but yeah, yeah it's also something about you know basically carson wentz definitely his chances have increased to staying there now yeah that, and, like and, not, and not just that that he's lost he's lost maybe control of the team he's lost the locker room that could easily yeah be yeah yeah <laughs> it's like may, maybe his plan for riding the ship was apologize the first thing on the thing was apologize to the team <laughs> And the owner's just like, you know what? Don't even fucking bother. Kick rocks. But he's he could end up he could end up. Uh, I guess he's buddies with uh, the Jets GM. He could end up uh, the Jets coach. I mean, he's you know he's a Super Bowl winning coach. They haven't had many of those. So yeah, that's true. you know, that would be that would be a good move. I don't, it's like, would he actually bring credibility to the franchise if he's a Super Bowl winning coach that just got fired for tanking and losing his star quarterbacks? Um, for, the, for the Jets? For the Jets, absolutely. Oh, I mean, coming off Adam Gaze, it would add a- add credibility. I'm not sure it would f- fix their credibility. Maybe I'd, I'll rephrase right. that. It'd be a step up. Uh, so I watched some of the Seahawks-Rams game, and I'll just go back to that. 
I'm really comfortable because the other some of the other news is Deshaun Watson wants to be traded. Yep. Probably. Or he's like at least playing hardball. Yeah. And uh Niners Twitter, Niners Instagram is going absolutely fucking Richter over getting Deshaun Watson. And we have identified Deshaun Watson as I've got I've got it's a small circle of quarterbacks I feel like that I'd be okay with giving up a bunch of draft picks for. Deshaun Watson's one of them. Um, but the way that the Rams and the fucking Seahawks played that playoff game on was it Saturday? Uh-huh. Yeah, Saturday. I don't dude, the Niners are no worse than the two seed next year. If they stay healthy, they are no worse than the fucking two seed. Yeah, I mean, they would have been there this year. If I agree. Yeah. I mean, Drew, like, Drew Brees is going to retire. Brady's going to be 44. Uh, we have no problem beating Aaron Rodgers. Um, the uh, NFC West looks like uh, a like the ha- like the good place version of the NFC East. Like, <laughs> like they're like they're good teams, but like they're not. They're it was scary. It was scary two years ago. It's not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like without like the, the Rams and the Seahawks are good teams for the second and third place spots. Like they both should have been wildcard teams, but like they're, they're, they're missing like the bruising team. That's just going to like take the division. And it's like, I, I just don't, I, at this point, given like, Prior to, because the news about Deshaun Watson came out and it was, and I'm sitting there going like, okay, fuck, let's make the trade. Let's do it. Whatever we got to do, let's go get him. And then I watched yeah, that, that Seahawks-Rams game and I'm like, why don't we just, why don't we just reload around Jimmy? Like we've got, we've got nine picks. Let's just reload around Jimmy. We've got a high first round pick and the 12th, the 12th pick. I'd even be down trading down a little bit, right? Picking up maybe an extra first rounder, another second rounder and putting some more young talent around him um, and like taking it, running it back with the, as close to the 2019 team as we can get. But anyway, I'm not in charge. I'm just a meme page. So, yeah, no, I mean, you, you ain't lying though. I mean, Niners just got to get healthy. Like I'm not scared of anybody in the NFC. Healthy Niners team is the, is this to me is the scariest team in the NFC. Yeah. I mean, the only thing you would have to worry about is like, Breeze retiring and the Saints getting somebody good. John Watson. John Watson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> How? Yeah. Course, that's you know, but James Winston else you said is spot on. Like the everybody, all those other quarterbacks are old, and you guys destroy the Packers. They're the only other decent team, and you just gotta survive your division and the Packers, and you're golden. Yeah. Uh, pun intended, Doug. A little bit. All right, I like it. Ooh. Like what you did there. Did you, did you guys watch uh, any of this college championship game? I did. Uh, it, Devont- was, it was disappointing. Devontae Smith is insane. He's good. he's good. So I'm not saying he's like him, but he reminds me the way he moves of like Jerry Rice, Marvin Harrison. They got a lot of Marvin Harrison comparisons. Isn't is he, he is. T- is he taller than Marvin? He's not, not big. big at all. No, he's skinny as shit. He's got like nine foot arms and like fifty foot hands. But dude, he just made 
he just had 12 catches, 215 yards, and three touchdowns in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's gross. Yeah. And oh, let me I mean, just I'd add like... that Alabama beat Ohio State worse than they beat Notre Dame, so Notre Dame's better than Ohio State. <laughs> yep. I would. Uh, I want to come to those conclusions as well. Science. I was hoping this would be a much closer game after what they did to Clemson, but uh, nope. Dude, nobody – Nobody had a chance against Alabama this year. No. Not nobody. Like, they, they're yeah. better. I think Alabama's team this year, they're at least offensively, their offense was better than LSU's offense last year with Joe Burrow. Can, can, can this Bama team, I think this, hap- I think this question gets asked every year when they win like this, can this team beat the Jets? No. Dude, this team, this no, Al- no but this Alabama team, was the greatest offense in the history of Alabama. The team was done more <laughs> championships like, than anybody. And it was very subtly done, I feel like. They had three of the top five, top five Heisman finalists. Their running back, their receiver won it. Their quarterback got third. Their running back got fifth. Three guys in the five top five Heisman finalists on one offense. That's what Alabama did this year. Yeah, Najee Harris is good, too. Yeah, that I mean that's that 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 team was I mean nobody's even talking about it, but they might be the, that could have been the best college football team I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I just I feel like it was they were very subtle that they were kind of under the radar. Yeah. Nobody talked about how dominant they were. I think it's just because everybody's just so used to Alabama being so good. And everybody gets so excited, you know, when the Clemsons come around. It's like can these guys dethrone Alabama? Are we ready to see the next dynasty yet? And it's like nope. Saban's going to go. Alabama has end. never had, for a team that's had, I mean, dude, you can list all how, how many running back: Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Harris, Mark Ingram. Like they have like marking. They have all these running backs in the NFL, and all these wide receivers: Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, whoever else. And dude, they've they're they're better than they've ever been on offense ever since. There, well, there was a picture there. there. There's a picture there. There's a picture there of like, what was it, the 2017 team and their running backs. And it was guys that oh, transferred yeah. too. It was, uh, who the fuck else? Scar- Scarborough. Like, all those guys were savages. But it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like, Yeldon. It was Yeldon. It was, um, oh, fuck. It was, it was a lot of guys. Fat. Yeah, the, um, it, was, it was like, you know, Yeldon was the worst one. Yeldon had the worst NFL career. Yeah. The stat I loved was Devontae Smith has more yards and touchdowns than the last two wide receivers to win the Heisman combined. Yeah. Like, Jesus. But those, I mean, those guys, dude, the last, the last wide receiver to win a Heisman was 1991. Right. I understand the game might have changed a little bit. Well, but, but that's still bananas. And then before that it was 1988, which was Tim Brown. Yeah, who was the 91? Who, uh, who was the 91? Was that Rocket? No, it wasn't Rocket Ishmael. Who was the 91 one? Uh, uh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But yeah, that was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, dude, just I'm just saying the talent that Alabama had on offense this year. Is was insane compared to anything I've ever seen. I mean, both. I mean, two line. They're you know they have a center and a left tackle that are going to be first second round picks. Uh, I mean, 
the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver all first round picks. They got they, they kept showing wide receivers. That that D lineman, that fifty eight, that guy's a monster. Yeah, Barmore, Bar- that guy's insane. He's a first round pick. Yeah, but I'm just, talking about just their offense. Just their offense this year was. Yeah. Woo. They, I mean, not to keep going back to Notre Dame, but they averaged almost fifty points a year. Notre Dame kept them thirty one, and that was like considered good. Yeah, we held it. We that was still a blowout, but still a, a respectable game. Hey, we covered the spread. <laughs> True. There you go. Not a lot of other teams can say that. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, just wanted to sneak that in there. Alabama's really good, and uh, I'm ready to talk draft too. <laughs> Doug, 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 Doug. You have a game. I don't hate to break it to you, Doug. Yeah. You have a game this weekend. It's a force of habit. It is a force of habit. What can I say? Yeah, there's a game. What do you? Th- how I'm does ready. it play out? Is there a chance? Dude, I think we have a chance. I mean, we have the recipe to beat a great offense with our run game. So, yeah, if we can run it's, the ball, if you can put up, if you like can put up fifty, tops. if you can put up fifty, you got a shot. That's for sure. Right. Plus, we'll also have our top cornerback and our third cornerback. So they're not playing against our fifth and sixth string cornerbacks like uh, Chase Claypool's bitch ass was. <laughs> oh, oh, how the. Talk shit on a six-string quarterback. We're like, dude, come on. Oh, how the tables have turned. The, oh, how the turntables. Right? Yeah. All, all... Oh, yeah. I definitely had to, had, had to throw a little tweet oh. at Chase. It's not in South Bend anymore. Yeah, that's Dorothy. what I said. Dorothy. I was like, damn, you got that black and piss in your veins now. Now you're acting like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's good. But uh, I mean, he's still a Notre Dame guy. Yeah, we'll give him a pass. He's a brash rookie that had a good year. He's he was feeling good about himself. Stuff lost for him. Not yeah, for the Browns though. Doing, Great victory. He's doing TikToks and fancy I I uh, makeup. Yeah, right. Dick Dude ends. looks like uh, he looks like one of the monsters from uh, Lord of the Rings, whatever those guys' names are. Yeah, he's got that look. yeah, yeah. yeah. Never seen from? it. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Never seen it. No you, desire. I forget you are that guy. What about uh last thing? What about Belichick uh denying the uh the White House uh, Medal of Freedom? Yeah. Good for him. Sure. Uh, I, I kinda I kinda yeah. I, I guess I, I shouldn't say respect. I've always respected Bill Belichick highly. Yeah. It's just it's just interesting to see him do that. I think that's uh he's gotta do it in his position. Yeah. I think it was the bit, uh, good PR move on his half. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, he's, he's, uh, the only reason he was, I mean, he was getting it because he's, you know, you know, he's writing letters to Trump and stuff like that. Like, you know, they're pen pals, but like, you know, and they're the Patriots. That's probably the only reason. The, um, well, I mean, like, you know, Trump's buddy with Kraft and pen pals with Belichick, yeah. pen pals with Brady and, uh, um, you know, I think I think Trump was probably trying to, you know, get some good PR going for himself right now. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, we see if there's these high, highly respected people will at least look at me anymore. Right, right. Well, it's like, dude, is anyways, banks not loaning to him anymore. It's like this, just anyways, shit show. What a fucking shit show. Um, what happened? All right, 
what else we got? We done? I think so. Yeah, we're man, any, uh... we, we, we gonna make any early picks for next week? Um, I mean, I'm not gonna pick against the Browns. I'll tell you that. Can't, Did you guys can't. watch the Nickelodeon version of the uh, Saints Bears no. game? No, I kept seeing it and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. It was. It was <laughs> I didn't. It was mildly Did awesome. Did you watch it? I, I totally, I knew I've that they were doing it, and then stuff. I totally forgot to look. It was. And there was an, an F bomb drop. It was fine. Yeah, like that. it was. It was very cool. I guess. Like my kids didn't watch it. I was the only one fucking in the house watching it. Um, but right. I just wanted to like. I just wanted to see it, and it's like. Yeah, it was cool. They did the the slime in the end zone shit, and the first down marker had slime, and it was just it was cool. I was, nice. you know, and Barstool managed to rig the uh, the vote for Mitch Trubisky to win the Nickelodeon Valuable Player. So I saw that. <laughs> good. That's <clears throat> that good. That's that, was good. Uh, that is now the most important thing they've done this month. Um, narrowly beating out the uh 50 million dollars they've raised for small businesses so good for them good yeah, for that pretty... let me ask you this here i got a question for you guys are you more impressed with saban's six titles in 12 years at alabama or belichick's seven. six oh six six uh, at bama, or is yeah. it seven he has seven or, six he, he has seven total yeah yeah but what uh which dynasty are you more impressed with six and 20 years for Belichick or six and twelve for Belichick. Belichick, yeah, Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. Yeah, that much harder to win in the NFL. Yeah, it's like there's a salary cap, and there's yeah. you know um, you're you're allowed to pay your players, but like there's a limit to how much you can pay your players. In Alabama, they don't have a limit. What about the fact that if you don't win it this year, you'll probably win it next year if you're saving. Because he wins it every other year, six and twelve years. All right, right. Then, then then you say, can is this guy? Because he's what seventy years old, sixty nine years old. Can he's he old. win ten? Up there. Can he win ten? Oh, easily. He's got three. He's got to get three more. So say he's got to coach six more years at his pace. Yeah. I mean, they just won it. They had the number one recruiting class again last year, and I think this year, like, dude. And they're gonna get Bill O'Brien to run the offense. So you know, sky's the limit. <laughs> Right, and Dan Quinn goes to the fucking boys. <laughs> the um, he's a good defensive coordinator, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. Fuck the Cowboys. The um, no, okay. So as far as Saban, yeah, no, I'm still going Belichick. Okay, like it's just, I mean, I don't Belichick... think there's a wrong answer, so that's fine. But to be able to essentially win a championship every other year over a decade span. I, I mean, that's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it is. No, it, it absolutely is. But then it starts, then it just starts insisting upon itself. And, and, you know, you have the, the recruiting element of that and, and the basically be able to cherry pick uh, picks or cherry pick, uh, um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he, Devontae he wants Smith, a, if he a, wants a player, he gets a bulldog commit. What was that, Doug? Yeah. Devontae Smith was the George Bulldog commit that switched to Alabama late in the process. Now look at Heisman. 
but yeah, they're uh, it's on it's like I mean every uh, every college dynasty kind of reached that recruiting apex where it's like people are like, all right, fuck these guys, let's go f- somewhere else. Yeah, this one feels like we can keep going. Yeah, I but yeah, just... just the pure yeah, twelve years, six titles is pretty absurd. Yeah, of course it is. You kind of need at that at that point though. You kind of need the the LeBron in Miami type thing with like the recruits. Like you need like five or six recruits to kind of like band together and say, no, we're gonna go take down Alabama. Like one guy, unless like uh, unless we're talking like what was it like 2010 Cam Newton or whatever 2012 Cam Newton. Like one guy's just not good enough to beat them. Like you need. Like LSU last year had a monster team. Yeah. Like, you know, they the, like, I mean, if, if he doesn't get hurt, Burrow's the best rookie quarterback, even, you know, he was playing better than Herbert the whole time. Yep. And wow. they had the best rookie wide receiver and they graduated them both in the same year. Like that's the type of team you need to beat Alabama. Like it's, it's like, you know, it's gotta feel like, because I'm not a college football fan. I don't fucking follow it. And the closest I get to it is talking to Doug about Notre Dame um, or Doug liking a tweet on Notre Dame. And then I go, oh, hey, that <laughs> happened because it pops into my feed. Um, Sorry about that. No, 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 no. Keep doing it. Keep, it makes I, uh, me feel it makes me feel well educated. He's in the loop. I, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I, I'll drop the little shamrock thing on some recruits that are thinking about picking Notre Dame. Like, yeah, man, here, a little shamrock for you. Retweet. Yeah, I've seen you. I, I, I see you out there. I see you out there. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, but the uh, – I don't know what the fuck point I was going to make. I still think they should go to the fucking premiership-style relegation thing. Like, the top 24 teams need to play each other. The, the top 24 college football teams need to be in one league and just play each other. That's it. I agree. That I agree with you. That's, I think that's a fantastic system. And the bottom three move down, and the, bottom, and the top three from the other thing move up, and that's it. And the top 24 get to pay their players. Um, no – Notre Dame and UCLA are the only two Division One schools to have never played a Division Two or below school. So Alabama, Clemson—they're out there playing the fucking Citadel, which is ridiculous. Like, yeah, those should be counted as losses. I, I, I definitely agree. Like, if you're like, like, there's the Power Five conferences and then the Group of Five. Like, you can only play those conferences. That's the only conferences you should be able to play. Well, and but I think I, I really think it should be taken to the next level. It's like. You know, it should be you've you've you have to earn your spot in the top 24 teams. And, you know, and it's not done based off power rankings or any of this other shit. It's like it's done like every every league year, every year is connected to the year before. And, you know, you can lose your way out of the top 24 teams and you can win your way into the top 24 and, you know, fucking strategize accordingly. And I think it'd be better for the, I think it'd be better for the yeah, players, well, right? Because when you're committing to logistic, logistically though, I don't think you can do that, right? Because if you're, if there's only 24 teams, they can't all just be playing each other. It'd have to be bigger than that. But why not? You get two, you get like two conferences. You each play. You play 11 games in your. Uh, you play 11 games in your conference, and then the winner of each conference 
gets to uh, face off for the national title. Yeah. Or they could just get rid of the conference championship week and just add an extra round to the playoff. Yeah. I like my So the conference, the conference championship would almost act as a – that week I, is an extra round. I could see myself but getting I, into college football there's, if they were playing competitive games every week. There's too many – yeah, there's definitely too many really good teams playing really bad teams. Um, but I don't know. It's a business too. They do that because those, those smaller schools make a ton of money when they play against one of those bigger schools that kind of keeps their sports, all their athletic programs going. So, so there's that part of it too, but yeah, uh, I, I definitely, I couldn't agree with you more. There's like the, I, I, they there could, shouldn't they, be top teams. Yeah, they could, they can, they can figure out the money thing. I mean, that's doable. Like, yeah. Come on. So, um, what else? So the teams, the only teams we haven't seen play right now are uh, Chiefs and Packers. They're the one yep. seeds. Yep. Packers are playing the Rams, and the Chiefs are playing the Browns. The Browns. God, I can't wait for this weekend. Right. It was. It what if was the Browns a, won again. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's. Okay. Do you, do do you want to just put that out there? They win the Super Bowl. Because see, I mean, this, I could see them. I could see the, the Chiefs Browns the beating the Chiefs and then losing to the Ravens in the AFC Championship. Because here's what here, here's what Sunday night reminded me of. It reminded me of uh, was it Game Four? Dave Roberts stealing second against the the Yankees. Fuck you! And... Fuck you! Why are you bringing that up right now? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> So here's here. Let me. Other than just taking a shot at you, no, that's the last. Obviously, you know, that's the last. That's the last sports bet I ever made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <laughs> the so the point I'm trying to make here before Trevor rudely interrupted me. Um, Fuck you. Was, <laughs> Jesus. The point I'm trying to make here is, is hang when on, you, hang on. Let, let's see where he's going with this. Maybe this will end good for you, Trevor. Hang on. When you've yeah. got when you've got such a history of getting your fucking shit pushed in by one specific franchise over and over and over and over and over again, this is why I knew the game had to get close. I knew the Sunday game had to get close because there was no way that the gods were just going to let the Browns completely steamroll the Steelers and just coast into the next round. Like, they were going to have to like show some metal. Yeah. They were going to have to like, I, I, vanquish I agree the dragon. With you. I agree with you on that. And I think that was in the, in the, you know, the universe had its way with that. What I disagree with you is the, uh, the comparison you just made because the Yankees and the Red Sox go, have been going at it forever. And there was no dragging one team through the fucking dirt for this whole time. It wasn't just the Yankees. It was, it was the Red Sox doing it to themselves as well. And the Red Sox started to get really high payrolls there. Uh, towards the end so it wasn't this david versus goliath bullshit no it wasn't it's not it's not david versus goliath it's a you know the the red sox had you know they were on equal footing talent wise right it wasn't it wasn't the bad news bears versus the yankees um it was just that there was the psychological barrier of like that like the fans right because every everything that the everything that raleigh and doug were talking about and like the ptsd from like 
okay. And the meme I did where it's like, it was 28, seven, but the game felt tied, you know, it's like yeah. everything yeah. about that is probably, if you go back and read yeah. all the articles, it's a culture. The 2000, it's, it's that kind of right. like, Oh shit. What's going to happen. You know, yeah. Fucking- it's the culture. It's the losing culture. And imagine, I can't imagine the Browns fan base taking into that hard 180 like the fucking Red Sox fan base did. And now they're just scumbags and they're used to winning all the time. Because I think the Brown, the Brown fan base is just a much better group of people. Give give them Easily. six, give them six Super Bowls over the next 20 years, and Doug will turn into the biggest asshole you've ever met. I'm fucking telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. And, he's still, Let's and do he's still, this. and he's and he still won't have a brown tattoo because he's a pussy. The um, dude, if the Browns win the Super Bowl, I'll get a tattoo for sure. Okay. Kill brown brownies. I will. I promise. I swear on. Uh, swear on my dog Bodie. If the Browns win the Super Bowl, I will get a oh, Browns tattoo is, and a Cavs championship tattoo. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get the retro. He's staring at me like. Too? He's staring at me right now. Like, what the fuck did you just do? Like, what did you just say? <laughs> Bodie's like, I'm Ooh. not getting a tattoo. Wait, me? Your brand the dog. Um, but yeah, no. If the Browns win a Super Bowl, I'll, I'll put that on myself. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot better than the people that put it on ahead of the season. Yeah, right. Those, yeah. Are, always, those are always good. <laughs> oh right. man. Well, Doug, I'm I'm I I I said it earlier. That was the first game I've cheered for in a couple weeks, where like. I really felt invested in one team winning and yeah. I'm so fucking pumped that, uh, yeah. that you got to experience that. So um happy for Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. There's uh, there's definitely room on the bandwagon for you guys Absolutely. and everybody else out there. We appreciate As Jim Rome says Cleveland Browns America's football team. Hey, I have Let's been... just end it right. Let's end. No, no, no. We should end it right there. <laughs> with a Jim Rome, with a Jim Rome quote, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, is boys. he from Ohio? Why does he like the Browns so much? Is he? Mm-hmm. How do you I not know? know if he, I gotta look how, into this. How do you not know? If, if he Ohio? was, I would know about it. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm exactly. saying. Don't you know everyone born in Ohio? There's a rock. Like you have a like a list. In your I room. mean, I either know them or a friend of a friend kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Center of the universe. Yeah. Yes, sir. Go Browns. Well, on that note, we're out. Congratulations. Thanks. Go guys. brownies. Go brownies. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed.